Shoot, hold on, I have my headphones on. I don't think that works with the audio. Let me check. Crap. Ah, I'll be right back. Welcome, welcome. If you're in the chat, can you uh, let me know if you can hear me right now? Um, if not, let me just text Alex. Here's who she... Sorry about that, guys. Sometimes if I have my headphones in, it causes this weird thing where you can't hear anything I'm saying. Um, I might just have to turn this off and then turn it back on. Let me know in the comments below if you can hear me. You're good. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Um, let me just pin this right here. Thank you, Alex. Welcome, Claire. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Sorry for that technical difficulty. Uh, if I have my ear pods in, it pairs, and then you guys can't hear the audio, so if I take them off, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I'm just checking in to see how you're doing. Uh, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Again, if you want to get a, again, it's the first time, uh, like, follow, and share to get share next to your name. That will qualify you for the $10 reading, and that will uh, give you access to the reading. We're giving away four readings today. Today, we're going to be talking about the war stats, the war effort against uh, Corona Chan, and how the Parliament of Owls is planning on having this whole little mess wrapped up within about two weeks here. Uh, I've given myself two to three weeks, but two weeks or so. We're looking at small businesses and uh, exceptions being made for businesses. We're definitely reaching the peak. Um, I think by the end of this week, we will have reached the peak of the issue in the United States. Um, and then you will start to see the tail end of it. And my guess would be by the end of April, things should be back to normal. That's my theory. That is what the Parliament of Owls war effort is all about. And uh, it's going very well. We've reached over 150,000 people with messaging. And uh, that's very impressive, Owls. Good work. <laughs> Hello, Wise Owl. Legendary Wise Owl in the chat. How are you doing? Welcome, welcome. I'm doing four free readings. I'm glad to see the feedback, by the way, on the Sun Tzu. That was uh, really exciting to see. I really feel like we're entering in a darkest before the dawn phase right now. Um, that's where it, where I'm kind of feeling feeling this issue out at is we're probably going to have a rough for uh, another rough week this week. I think we're going to get a lot of. Uh, negative, more negative news, but that's going to kind of end the news cycle for it, and then the tail end, the cure, should uh, start taking effect. That's what I'm feeling like. So by the end of this week, you'll probably see that ending, and then uh, within two to three weeks, you're seeing the small businesses starting to open up. Now, the big thing that most people are like, yeah, but I'm not a small business. The small businesses opening up is the key to getting everything to start going again. Once the small business economy starts running, then you're looking at by maybe end of month at the late. That's a very, uh, very conservative estimate. You're looking at the end of April um, where you start seeing normal activity beginning again. Shaza, welcome Shaza. Hello, hello, hello. That's three hellos. That's triple the level of hello that I'm used to. Shaza, would you like a free reading? All you need to do is share the stream to get share an extra name and then you qualify for the $10 reading. I have four free readings left. So if you would like one of them, let me know. Shazaz says, hi, Claire. 
Claire, also known as Wise Owl, the legendary Wise Owl. Alex Paxton, the beautiful, the amazing, the wonderful Alex Paxton, created homemade kimchi for me this weekend. And let me tell you, it's fantastic. I have started what is called the slow carb diet. Um, basically, in a nutshell, it's meat, beans, and vegetables. Uh, six days a week, one day a week, eating whatever you want uh, for a waking cycle. And to help me consume those daily vegetables at every meal, she made homemade kimchi for me. And let me tell you, it's freaking incredible. It's amazing. Do you know how awesome? And I had no idea how much work went into it. It's like a six-hour process. It's crazy. But you know what? Alex Paxton did it because she's a legend. I'd love one, please. If I'm drawn, you are drawn. You have Sharon next to your name. You now qualify for the $10 reading. Welcome, Scott. How's it going, man? Like, follow, and share to get Sharon next to your name. Let's get Shaza a reading. Let's see. Do you have anything in particular like insights regarding Shaza? Keep in mind, I'm not a psychic. I am a wizard. A wizard specializes in archetypical story, philosophy, psychology, magic, and illusion. So basically what I do is I memorize information from people who are much smarter than myself, and then I use the deck of cards as a memory palace. I have memorized information for each of these cards, and then you bring your individuality, and I say, hey, Shaza, have you considered your problem from this perspective? What about this perspective? How about this perspective? And that's how a wizard reading goes down. That is what we are doing. So if you'd like, I can do a general reading to give you general information about your, uh, where you're at, what you need to do, or if you have something specific you want insights on, I can do that as well. Just let me know in the comments below. I will get water. You may notice this is a new water bottle. Again, I live in the heart of LA, uh, where people tell me I can't buy toilet paper and water. I bought that water bottle from Costco this weekend. <laughs> what do I need to know for my higher self-connection? Higher self-connection, interesting. Um, we actually do a private reading about that for a lot of people. Um, I don't think we've ever done it publicly before, though. So let's let's give it a try. Let's see. Um, this might be a little less engaging for your average audience viewer because it is a bit in-depth, but I, I think that it's worth exploring. Actually, you know what? If we... We could just do the uh, condensed version. I know how we could do it. All right, I think I got a way that we can do it so that it'll be more entertaining for the people as well. Um, can you like, follow, and share if you'd like to get a reading like Shaza has done? She has shared. She has shared next to your name. You can have share too and claim one of the three remaining free readings. Shaza has claimed the first of four. Let us begin. I should really do three because that's a Tesla number. Three or six. I'm going to do three or six. Or nine if I'm going crazy. All right, let's get started. Let's take a look. Where is Shazam right now? The Eight of Diamonds. The Eight of Diamonds involves growth in the material. So this is saying um, right now has been a time where there's been a lot of focus on personal development, on the material development. This might be a mental health and clarity on diet, improving the quality of what you consume. That's kind of the uh, the material world right here. I don't know what that is. I speak American, Yaqeen. Um, <laughs> so what this is saying here 
is that there's the current state that you're in is about a, a material transformation, which is great. You've probably seen results. And now we're in this phase where we're transitioning to the higher level information. So what is the higher level information you need to know that you don't know that you should know? Let's find out. The strength, the weakness, and the opportunities that are available to you right now. The strength is there's been a recent completion in a financial chapter or material chapter. A way of your life has ended recently. Um, this has been a disruptive force for you in the recent future in the material sense. So oddly enough, what you'll see here is Ace of Diamonds, Eight of Diamonds, and Ace of Diamonds. So you have all diamonds, so everything about where you're at in the material. So you're, you're looking for information regarding to the higher level information. All of it is grounded in the real and the material. So what this is telling me here is that the thing that you really need to focus on is grounding yourself, physical transformation. This is um, a time for you to take action in the real world. You're you're thinking I need to I need to connect with my higher self, but you're looking you're looking up. You're and Carl Jung I believe uh, was the one that said the line: uh, If you're trying to see God, you're not looking deep enough. You're not looking low enough. Um, I might be a misquote. That also could be Nietzsche. Hate Nietzsche, um, but the idea being kind of this idea of what do you what you would call uh, like the obvious creation, where if you look into the world, it and it's like people travel all over the world to go see an artist, right? They'll go to see a musician. They will travel to see a speaker. Yet they scoff at the fact that they're surrounded by the creation of the world, nature the creation of life um that's the 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 material world this thing that gets overlooked but it's so much more complex and deep and profound than pretty much anything <laughs> so that's uh what this is saying is if you're trying to reach your higher self really it's about focusing on the material so what that revolves around is the strength is that this is a completion of a chapter in your life a lot of things in the material world have ended the weakness is that you've just begun starting a new venture. You're kind of looking away from all these material things that I thought were so important just dissolved in front of my face. So now I need something new, but you're at that phase where you need something new. And this could be, basically it's a seed that just began sprouting. So it's the seed that's just begun sprouting and now you're looking at it so more within, quiet, exactly. So the seed's sprouting here, and it could get stomped on. So that's the weakness. This is a vulnerable time, and it's important to keep this protected, to keep it well watered. Don't let this be just a phase that just goes away, and then you get caught up in a new routine that you create to mask this time. Really cultivate this new material development. You know, Focus on your health, on your wellness, on your sleep, on your finance, on improving financial skills get get real tangible skills value information right now and that's going to help you through this time now we tied this in earlier we have the eight of diamonds of course this is about advancing in the physical it's making a reappearance here saying ten of diamonds complete a chapter start something new and then take the wisdom that you had from the past that did work don't just discard everything that's gone don't be like it's all worthless no 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 what value did we have from the past 
so that we can use that as the foundation, the fertilizer for the Ten of Diamonds to let the Ace of Diamonds grow out of it, if that's making sense to you. So basically, sure, we have this disruption in the economy. Sure, we have this disruption in the world. Sure, we have this disruption for you where there's this chapter ending. However, the valuable information, the fruits are still there and we can use that as fertilizer to start something new that's even more profound and greater. And keep in mind, this is all relating to your higher level motivation, yet it's all grounded in the material world and taking real action in the real world. If you choose to take action on this, what you can expect is the Nine of Wands. The Nine of Wands is the attainment of higher spiritual levels. So these physical acts are actually going to bring you closer to that higher consciousness that you're seeking, uh, that higher level of understanding, that deeper philosophical wisdom. So the material is really where the focus, even though your instincts are like saying, what I need to do is think to the higher. It's, it's actually about lower. Think more material, real, practical making things, making real value in the real world, cooking, starting a garden, uh, pursuing a new business skill, a tangible thing. This is really what we need to focus on right now. And that is the reading I have for you. Shaza. Thank you for letting me give you a reading. Was that helpful for you? Did that give you some insights? Do you think that that was beneficial? Let me know in the comments below. And of course, if you would like to get a reading like Shaza just received, we have three left. All you need to do is like, follow, and share to get share next to your name. That will qualify you for the $10 reading. And that will give you the $10 reading for free. So let me know in the comments below if you would like that. We didn't even do our Aesop's Fable today. We got right into it today, didn't we? Um, so I will do an Aesop's Fable reading while we wait for another free reading to come about. Again, if you want one, like, follow, and share to get share next to your name. That will qualify you for the $10 reading. We have three remaining. Sandra, Sandra, you have sent me payment for a paid reading. Thank you very much. Sandra, if you're here, can you make a noise for me? In the comments below, what would you like a reading regarding? Sandra, if you could leave me in the comments below. Welcome, Sandra. Hi. I've made a, uh, a, thank you for saying that. This is a word I'm working on saying. You've made a uh, payment. Thank you. I, I'm trying to not say the D word. It's very hard because it's not a donation. It is a service. I'm doing work for you. Um, and I keep calling them donations. But thank you very much. I really appreciate that for reading on my career, please. And thank you. Of course, Sandra. Let's go. Hello, Sandra. Let's do this, Sandra. All right. Let's get started. Thank you very much, Sandra. I appreciate you supporting what you love. It means a lot to me. Again, during these beer sniffle times, it is tough with the economy. Uh, do not pay if you cannot afford it. And if you can, think, I, I deeply appreciate it. You're helping me uh, support what I do and supporting what you love. And that's how these things grow. So I appreciate that. If you can't, the free readings are available. Like, follow, and share to get share next to your name. I like to give that a notification out to everyone uh, before we get started and let's do this. Hello, Sandra. Information regarding her career. Where is Sandra at right now? Let's find out. First, let's figure out where you're at regarding your career. Ooh, ooh, the two of Wands. Interesting, Sandra. Okay, okay, that's very interesting. So you're at a point right now of deep decision 
uh, it's kind of like the board got wiped clean and you can choose to go right back to your old path and the way things were. This is a great position. Oh, sorry, Facebook cut me out. Sorry guys, Facebook cut me out. Sometimes they do that. It's just kind of something they do. It's really annoying. Gratitude, Shazaz says, gratitude to you resonates and confirms to me that I must go with the flow instead of searching continuously for my next steps. Blessings to you and yours. Thank you very much, Shazaz. I appreciate that. I'm glad to hear that that was accurate for you. So what we're seeing here is a big split, but it's a great position to be in because you actually have complete control over the situation, Sandra. You have the choice. It's all in your power. It's not some outside force pushing you one way or the other. Now the, the, the energy that's aligning here is the 10 of spades. So what this is telling me is there's been a completion in the way of your thinking. Um, this, this, what I'm getting the impression of there's like a reset in the way that you've thought. And now you're kind of looking at it and saying, oh, I'm not as trapped in the system as I thought I was. Like there's other opportunities. And so this is kind of spurring this moment of you to look out into your environment and be like, Am I actually doing what I love? And I might be, I might be doing what I love, but have I even thought about it? And so that's the time I'm seeing you're at right now, Sandra. Now the unconscious motivations at play, 10 of hearts, okay, so the completion of an emotional chapter. So this is telling me that the, the career that you're in right now, the, the place that you're in at right now financially, you're kind of done with it in the sense that you're kind of burnt out. You're kind of feeling like I'm working a lot and this is getting old. Now this is your emotions and it's important to know that emotions aren't the most useful thing to make these decisions. However, they do tend to dwell in our subconscious because they're kind of temporary. Your emotions could be affected by the fact that you're kind of scared that there's this virus on the news and people are getting laid off and uh, my eating habits haven't been as good and I'm not sleeping as much. That can make you feel like you're burnt out without actually being not passionate about what you're doing. So it's important to Emotions are valuable information. They're feedback from your subconscious, but don't take them as like the end all be all because they have a way of really overpowering a lot of people and feeling like they're more important than they are. It's not that they're not important. It's just that they should be considered as important as logic, rationality, writing things down, getting some information on paper, using your logic and emotion when you're in a clear state of mind and just being like, what is the real problems that I have to deal with? Where do I really wanna be? What are my real goals and writing them down and getting it tangible? Because then you can go back and review it the next day and be like, and that's an emotion, that's an emotion, that's an emotion. Oh, but wait, here we go. There's an argument. Boom. And you can like look at the logic of it. Emotion's important. It's just not the end all be all. Be, be aware of that. Donna, how much are the live readings? Donna, you can get a free live reading by liking, following, and sharing this page. That will get share next to your name. It qualifies you for the $10 reading, or you can go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard and pay whatever you think a reading is worth and what you can afford during the beer sniffles. Thank you, Jeremy. Ask Whether has $10 for free if you share. Thank you very much, Claire. You guys are awesome. We're getting, getting the support team in here. <laughs> now let's see, what is Sandra's higher level motivations? Let's find out. Ooh, very interesting indeed. Wow, so hmm, this is, this is, so your higher level motivation is in conflict with your lower, your, your subconscious motivation, but in a very interesting way, they're very similar. So what this is, is the queen of hearts on the 10 of hearts. So your higher level motivation is telling you, I need to be patient. 
I need to wait this out. Your emotions are like, let's go, let's close the book. New path, new path, let's go. Your higher level motivation's like, hey, I, I need to be patient. I need to relax, I need to calm down. Let's think this through. So that's actually a great place to see. You're, you're balancing out this emotional uh, distress in a very mature way. You're not kind of going full opposite route, like change the way we think, change the way we're, you're being rational about it. So this is a great position to see. Now the past motivation, that is making so much sense. I'm glad to hear that that's accurate for you. Now the past motivation is the ace of spades. So there's a new way of thinking. So this, if I had to take a guess, and again, I'm not a psychic, I'm a wizard, archetypical story, philosophy, psychology, magic, illusion. So I'm going with my intuition here though. The ace of spades is probably the beer sniffles, which is what we call the gross disease going around. If I say the word, Uh, there they go. They took it down. Ah, oh, that sucks. Sucks. We'll wait through it. We'll wait through Oh, Facebook. Come on. I don't even want to be mean to you today. I'm I don't even want to be mean to Facebook right now. I, I'm, I'm in a good mood. Facebook, come on. And this is what I was talking about. So basically, this is... Apparently, they picked up on my beer sniffles. We'll have to change the word again. But they, they censor certain words, and they just kind of kick the stream off whenever I talk about certain things because they're evil, and they don't like people talking about the truth. Uh, Sandra, if you're still here, let me know. You can make a noise for me. It's quite frustrating. But if you're new here... The way to defeat it is Facebook does not like me telling the truth. They cut this thing off and then you have to find your way back. The Parliament Owls are strong. The key is just to be patient and wait and then Facebook will eventually turn my stream back on. So what I'm thinking is this is about the beer sniffles. So this is saying you saw the reality around you, right? You saw your environment and all of a sudden everything crumbled. You watched the economy just go up in a in just instant like a magician's uh flame <laughs> and now you're in this position where you're like oh, oh what i thought was reality isn't actually reality that was just one way of living and so that's what's bringing about this realization that there's multiple paths that you can choose so now that we've got that and you've already told me that that was looking accurate for you yeah, it's an internal war and has been for a while. It's making a lot of sense. Let's look at what the near future is going to be guiding you towards. And environment, what your action will be, your environment, the secret information you need to know that you don't know, and then the final outcome. So the near future holds persistence and grinding in the way that you're thinking. So what this is saying is, though this is a new idea, what you really need to focus on right now is thinking, going through the hard work of tangibly, rationally considering this career decision. There's a new path that you want to follow. Do you have your metrics? Do you have your KPIs? I want you to pretend like you're, if you've seen the TV show Shark Tank, I want you to flip the tables. Don't present your idea to the Shark Tank. Be the guy that is investing. Imagine someone who has the same idea for your career that you have comes up to you. 
I want you to look at that and just demolish the idea. I want you to think, what is the reason why I do not want to give this person money? And just keep going through that mental process in your head. And what you're going to find is this, uh, this skeptical, just like, why would I give them money? I'm a billionaire. I don't need their money. You want to wait until you're like, yeah, no, that's a person I want to give money. I know I'm going to give them a hundred bucks. They're going to bring me back 200. Let's do it. When you feel like your idea is at that point, that's when you want to start testing the idea. That being said, I am a big proponent of not just jumping in both feet. I would say take the part-time job route. And what do I mean by that? Work your standard job that pays the bills. That's what you do here. And then part-time your career in the after hours and the weekends. Start doing that. If you start seeing cash flow coming in, try and scale it as much as you can while still working your full-time job. And then, only then, when you know that you can meet your requirements, try transitioning to full-time doing the thing that you're passionate about. This is a very difficult approach. It takes a lot of time. It is extremely tiring and it will crush the passion out of you if it's not something that you are deeply passionate about. And that's a good thing because most things, if you love doing them, don't do them as a career because then that can squeeze the love of the thing that you do out of them. However, if you're truly passionate about doing it from a career perspective, that is the pain that you need to endure if you want to make this thing work. Because there's going to be times that come in the future where there's an economic recession. It's going to happen. It might not be a year from now. It might not be tomorrow. It might be five years from now. No one truly knows. The, the, my personal opinion is, I think, September, October. <laughs> That's my personal opinion that I'm acting on. That doesn't mean you need to act on it. But my thought is... Um, you know, even if it's five years from now, there's going to be a time where you need to put in 70, 80, even a hundred hours into a business to keep it afloat where you could do 40 hours in a good economy. And if you're not willing to do that, then you're going to struggle. So you have to be willing to make that sacrifice. So why not get started now to see if that's a sacrifice you're willing to make? That that's what I would really focus in on here. Welcome, Taylor. Welcome. Happy to see you again. Thank you, Taylor. Finally got alerted that you're live. Yeah, they just shut me down. It was pretty funny. I was explaining when they shut me down, when I say certain words. And then as I was describing the words that they shut me down for, they shut me down. It was pretty funny. Um, also, we found out through an A-B test, if you put a cross emoji in your subject line, they cut your, they knock down your stream and don't send out notifications. It's pretty, it's pretty insane. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so what is your reaction going to be to this, Sandra, this, this grinding? The Eight of Diamonds is saying your reaction actually is going to be, ooh, if I keep pursuing this thought, you're going to actually realize that there's a lot of potential. The information I just relayed to you about how to do this, you're realizing now I got a little bit more free time than usual. I could really, I could really test this. That's what I'm saying here. You're going to actually have a good response to it. And Facebook will shut us down again. Might as well get water. It's ridiculous. I'm telling you.
Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> shut me down again. Shouldn't have talked about why they shut me down. That's what they do. It's so frustrating. It's really annoying. All right. So, uh, Sandra, if you're here, let me know. I just want to make sure that you're still here. If not, obviously, this is being recorded. You can watch the full reading at another time. But let me know in the comments below if you're still here. Now, the environment that you're going to be in is, ooh, very interesting. So right now, you've actually gained a lot of wisdom on a deeper spiritual level. A cross emoji. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, if you put the cross emoji in the subject line, they completely nerfed my reach because of it. Um, I took the exact same subject line, posted it the next day. The only difference was I removed the cross emoji and replaced it with a crystal ball emoji. And it went from reaching, you don't deserve it. You're not worth it. You know what's coming. You know what's coming, Facebook. Facebook, you know what's coming. I'm not even going to deal with the terms of service. You are in so much more trouble than I could ever do on my own. And you're doing it to yourself, Facebook. So continue to censor me. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> you know, I've noticed a replay since uh, when Facebook, it's ironic, it's actually doubling my views, not doubling, but at least 15, 20% increase on my views because uh, people go back and rewatch the streams because they want to see the recorded parts that got cut out where I reveal flaws in Facebook's terms of service, as well as um, my thoughts on where they're going and what's going to happen to them. <laughs> uh, you know, I have seven years of experience in digital marketing. I know Facebook's algorithms and their ad platform, as well as Google's inside and out. Uh, I do it for a career, so I, um, have very, very specific and completely legal to have information that can very much uh, disturb them, to say the least. Sandra, welcome. If you're still here, let me know. So, the environment you're in is the Nine of Wands. <laughs> the Nine of Wands is saying, you're actually in a very interesting space. Your friend Jason added me. Awesome, Jason is a legend. I think his name is Legendary Owl, actually. Nine of Hearts or Nine of Wands is telling me it's about an advancement in spiritual uh, understanding. You're actually in an environment right now where you've been able to get a really new perspective on things that you didn't have in the past, and this has actually been a time for you to really grow spiritually. This is really awesome to see. Now, it's important to know that there's secret information that you need to know that you don't know that I'm going to tell you right now. Let's find out what that is. The Five of Hearts. I was Aphrodite Owl. Welcome, Aphrodite Owl. I do not remember most people's names. Um, you do what you just did right now, which is remind me of your owl name, and then I will address you by your owl name. There are many owls, so it's, it's very hard. Um, the Five of Hearts is telling me that you actually need to know that there's actually been a disruption in your emotions. So what this is saying is the decision you're making right now, Sandra, is actually, um, it's important to understand that Emotions are kind of clouding your judgment right now. You're at a heightened state of anxiety and you're not really aware of it. It's on the subconscious level. Right now, this, this patience you're putting on is kind of just a mask over the symptom. It's very important to realize that your subconscious is at play with a lot of really powerful, strong emotions right now. And it's incredibly important that we focus on the logos during this time. Afro, Aphrodite, Aphrodite, Aphrodite Owl. Um, sorry, just reading the comment there. So the Six of Spades is saying, we really, 
really need to grind through this time. We really need to think logically because emotions are high in affecting our decision-making. So it's incredibly important to just think these things through rationally. Pros and cons on a piece of paper. Logic, logic, logic. That's really the words that come to my head. It's just we need to think logically about the situation and consider the real positives, the real negatives, like quantifying. We want numbers. How much does it cost for me to live? Is it 100% guaranteed that I can live if I pursue this path? Yes or no? What is the method I can follow that will guarantee that my needs are met and that I am happy? And that is the calculations you need to be making, not with emotions, but with logic. Emotions are, are higher than are anticipated right now. So be aware of that. The conclusion, if you choose to take this advice, is the three of spades. This is going to be a growth in your wisdom, a growth in your knowledge. You're going to have a much better logical understanding of the problem uh, based on the information that I've given you now. And if you choose to take action on it, this is going to help clear out the emotional feelings right now that are there. They're important to consider. But really right now, the big thing to be aware of is that emotions are higher than you can actually perceive right now. It may not feel like it, but they're actually higher than you're thinking. Take time to really logically, methodically, systematically think this through. Thank you so much. It definitely makes sense. I'm trying to use logic, but I'm a cancer sign and emotions trying to get in the way. Exactly. Yeah. So, and if it's not your strong suit, uh, go find someone who that is their strong suit. Um, obviously I, the parliament of owls, that's what I do for people to help them on, you know, if that's a weakness of theirs, but you can go talk to a friend, you can talk to yourself, but I, I really recommend picking up the skill yourself. Um, it's something that everyone should be able to do and everyone can do. The, the real process to think logically is, um, more or less read, write, act. So, um, you could also throw teach in there instead of act. And what that means is read people who have gone through similar situations that you're going through, who are better than you, who are smarter than you, who have already experienced what you have done, ideally from the past. And then once you've read what they wrote, write down your thoughts about that book. And then once you've written it down, take an actual action in the world based on the information you now have. That's a simple, simplistic way to execute logic into the world that pretty much anyone can do that's literate. You're, you're, you have all of the capacity. It doesn't cost any money. You could do it with a pen and paper. Um, you could scratch it into sand if you had to. Um, but it's a very simple way to start executing logic and uh, without any systematic approach. Thank you very much, Taylor. I appreciate that. Thank you, Sandra, for letting me know. Uh, someone put flag, 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 heart, heart, heart from Sod. Um, I don't know what those are. Are you... I mean, the only flag that matters is the American flag, obviously. So I don't know any other flags. But <laughs> thank you, Claire. Um, and then moon, moon, moon. So you're just saying silver, 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 silver. Are you... Are you trying to do a, a satanic alchemical symbol? I'm not really, I'm not really following there, sad. But maybe your name ties in with that, that it's sad that you're doing that. I'm not sure. Or it could be something really positive and I just don't know it because I'm not well versed in flag and moon culture. <laughs> 
It looks like moons to me. Sorry to me. Taylor. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. It looked weird to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know what... I don't know what that... I mean, I know the moon alchemically represents silver. And so... It's usually associated with the negative, the grounding charge, the grounding of energy. It's the, um, it's the, it's the satanic, you could make the, the Gnostic argument. Well, Gnosticism is satanic, essentially. It's where you think you are a god, and if you think you are a god, then you're essentially doing Satanism. But their thought is, they do a trick that's the binary of energies, which is sun, moon, uh, gold, silver, what that amounts to is the binary I taught you guys about, which is that marketing thing of you create the high energy, the low energy, and you push the people one way or the other, and that creates that dichotomy, which charges up energies about focusing on things that don't actually exist, that aren't real. And so the third path, the Christian path, Christ path, Christ is Lord, is about, hey, why don't we just not mess around with that and just focus on what's real and what's true? Worship truth. And follow the truth and that's that's the, the dichotomy so i don't know if that's what you were going for mr moon person but you can let me know claire here's an irish flag all right i could get behind some irish you guys have uh good potatoes and beer <laughs> and uh well i can't say that alex will get mad um i thought it, that looks like an italian flag to me though maybe he'll say something forget him then yeah maybe who knows the moon's is new cycles claire oh mr moon something yeah, mr moon something <laughs> it does represent new cycles um i'm i'm going more the alchemical route i i've researched the the uh, alchemy and i was trying to figure out what it was basically it came down to um a it's a basically like a coded message for uh becoming a christian it's like almost like the self-help of Christianity, but they had to code it because people would get killed for professing Christianity. And then people hijacked it and then just kind of made up a bunch of nonsense about it. And then it just became wackiness. So um, it's a pretty weird school, but I was deeply interested in it for a while. Um, I still have a bit of interest. There's a part of me that's like, I think there might be a philosopher's stone. <laughs> it's just in the back of my head. It's one of those weird things that I'm just like, but maybe, but maybe. <laughs> it's a silly thought. Mr. Moon something, love the music. Thank you, Taylor. I appreciate that. Um, would anybody like a free reading? I'm sorry. Like, follow, and share. Like, follow, and share to get a free reading. It will get share next to your name and qualify you for the $10 reading. And... Uh, that is what is available. We have we have two readings left, two readings remaining. So if you would like a free reading, like, follow, and share to get share next to your name. I feel bad that we didn't read the Aesop's Fable for the day, though. So I'm going to read that now, and then I'm going to read one at the end, like I always do. So it'll feel very squished. But we'll get through it together. <laughs> All right. And again, if you'd like to get a reading, just let me know in the comments below. Like, follow, and share to get share next to your name. It qualifies you for the $10 reading. We are going to begin a random Aesop's Fable. All right. The Oxen and the Butchers. Once upon a time, the Oxens determined to be revenged upon the Butchers for the havoc they wrought in their ranks. Oh boy, I feel like this is going to be another dark one. <laughs> 
and plotted to put them to death on a given day. They were all gathered together discussing how best to carry out the plan, and the more violent of them were engaged in sharpening their horns for the fray. When an old ox got up upon his feet and said, My brothers, you have good reason, I know, to hate these butchers, but at any rate, they understand their trade and do what they have to do without causing unnecessary pain. But if we kill them, others who have no experience will be set to slaughter us and will be there bungling inflict great suffering upon us. For you may be sure that, even though all the butchers perish, mankind will never go without their beef. Don't be in a hurry to change one evil for another. My God. <laughs> well, that was uplifting. All right. Hi, great. Yeah, let him read you. He made my night the other night when he read me. Oh, I'm glad to hear that that was helpful for you, Taylor. Would you like another reading, Taylor? I can get you one. Just uh, get share an extra name, and then you will be qualified for the $10 reading. Wow. My goodness. I mean, that's kind of disturbing because I was just explaining the, the satanic system. So that's that's kind of his trick in a nutshell. Um, awesome, Taylor. All right. Let me know what you would like reading regarding and we will get started. But that's the satanic system. It's the, the, the positive, the negative, the, the create one evil over another. This is the true supreme evil, but usually the one that's pointing and saying this is supreme evil is actually more evil than the thing it's pointing at so when you hear the people who are like these people are a bunch of nazi socialist communist guys and then you see the communist and the socialist people pointing at the other groups saying these guys are nazis man they're terrible both groups are satanic and evil they're bad people there's no good on either of those sides that's a satanic trick he's creating a false dichotomy what's the approach you take down the middle hey, what if we just um, don't try and control what other people do and think? Like, that's, that's the Christ path. The Christ path says, hey, we're going to form small nations, small communities within nations, and we're going to set upon a set of rules, which at its core is these, this religious doctrine. Okay, so then... What if we agree to follow these rules? And if you don't like them, that's fine. You can go somewhere else with different rules. And if people try to stop you from practicing your rules, then you take action. That's, that's the Christ path, self-defense, versus the, like the, the Islam approaches to uh, submit. Islam means submission. So that means to make people believe something that you don't. I feel like I'm a German Jew from a standpoint of my last name. Norstein. Norstein. <laughs> well, I, I, I doubt that. What, what I hate seeing is similar patterns of behavior. That, that does worry me. Um, I can't really talk about that because Facebook will immediately ban me uh, for talking about anything related to history, facts, or of that kind of nature. But if you're interested in talking about that, the Parliament of Owls does do that kind of thing, Taylor. Um, but yeah, no, there's some weird stuff going on, but more or less, yeah, it's it's pretty infuriating what's happening because, again, it's it's a, a small group of people who are trying to scapegoat other people, and that's always terrible. 
what got we got off the boat and said forget that Onstein we'll change it it's Stein. <laughs> that's true that is definitely true yeah and it, it's terrible because um you know the the islam uh or islam what am i saying the the jewish belief a uh, judaism Juda- he who wrestles with god uh that's the foundation jerusalem the the idea of, of uh wrestling israel israel the this is about wrestling with god so their approach is basically um tricking and deception of finding the loophole and that's a different approach but but both approaches don't go the middle path the middle path being um non-engagement excommunication we have our set of rules you are free to join us however if you don't want our set of rules get out if you try to prevent us from practicing our set of rules then we engage that's the 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 christian approach then there's the you know trying to heal the world approach that's the judaism he who wrestles with god to turn creation to make it better which you can't you're not god so you'll never be able to heal the world Uh, And then there's the submission route. I will use force to make the world like God, which you can't because you're not God, so you will fail. That's that's more or less the dichotomy that's there. I have my grandfather's last name. I read I I read the Summa (laughs) Theologus. I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Uh, I've read the Summa Theologica. Um, so I've thought a lot about these things. <laughs> it's, it's, it goes into uh, Aristotelian arguments related to uh, the Christian and Catholic and just Christ in general faith. He's a very smart person. He's a lot smarter than me. And I'm not a theologian and I'm not a preacher. But um, those are my completely uninformed, very, that's not true moderately informed amateurly informed that's the correct way to say it amateurly informed opinion based on what i've read uh in regards to it from my works with c.s lewis as well as summa theologica and saint augustine my narrated name is Breden, spelt bread in but pronounced Braden. Braden. interesting very interesting seriously love the conversation thanks for talking no problem man no problem Obviously, I have to be very careful because there are certain words that Facebook, if they hear, will immediately say, you have been banned for hate speech. And I also have to be careful. There's a small group of people who really, really hate me. And they will go through and they will cut out videos and then take like three seconds of me saying one word and then put it with another and then try to make me look like I'm saying bad things. And then they will post it to other people's groups and be like, Look at what this person has said. He is the big bad, and then get him banned. It's it's pretty it's pretty annoying. Um, however, I cannot be stopped. I will not be stopped. I am being distributed right now to six different podcasting platforms in audio form. I have a hard copy. I will mail you these streams if I have to. Physical mail. I will not be stopped. We will not be defeated. The owls will rise. That being said, Taylor. Let's get started with your reading. <laughs> what would you like a reading regarding, Taylor? Taylor's like, I'd like a reading regarding the uh, book on your shelf that's uh, up there. The one that's like in a darker green. The one that TJ called out specifically. <laughs> it's like, uh, Taylor, that's probably not the best book to get a reading on right now, bud. Uh, we already had enough of their trigger words. Yeah, but I, I just am really interested in that particular book. Taylor. <laughs> uh, 
that's a that's a callback that only like three owls are getting right now but i'm sure tj will appreciate it at some point what would you like a reading regarding taylor let me know let me know in the comments below Uh, we said some really interesting encounters with uh, some worm people the other day. It was pretty great. Posted a comment. Um, hey, TJ, I called out two buttons specifically. Both of them fit me in my situation. But that's true. But I, I think you, you specifically mentioned one of these books. <laughs> one of these books. The, the darker green book that was four books into the right. And... I figure, given the conversations I've just said with Ty Taylor, I put myself up in a pretty bad situation. <laughs> but yeah, we had some worm people. And Taylor, whenever you want to admit anything, love hearing everything that you have to say the other night. Awesome, Taylor. All right, we will go in deeper then. Um, but yeah, we had some... The, these worms come out and they're like, oh, you... You claim to know what cognitive dissonance is, but I'm the real master of knowledge and wisdom. You're wrong. You don't even know what the word means. I'm like, well, I actually gave a presentation on it at Oxford University at the Accelerated Learning World Caucus. I also gave it at a Google conference at the Getting to the World or Getting to the Future First conference with Google. Um, I think I know what cognitive dissonance is. <laughs> well, well, prove it. <laughs> Have you used Google? I'm not Googling it for you. And then he proceeded to spiral and then let me know that I was in a demon owl cult. Scam cult, sorry, as usual. And then we banned him for life. It was quite fun. All right, Taylor, let's get started. Uh, Letitia, hello, Letitia. Would you like to claim the last free re reading, Letitia? All you need to do is like, follow, and share. When you get share next to your name, it will qualify you for the $10 reading. But now we're going to get started with Taylor's reading. Let's get some insights. What does Taylor need to know that he shouldn't know? You need different information. I'm getting the impression Taylor needs to know about axiomatic alignment. Yes, he does. Seven of wands, or I don't, I don't even know if you're a boy or a girl, Taylor, to be honest. Let me know. Let me know in the comments below. The seven of wands. Seven of wands is t uh, telling me confidence in spirituality right now. However, we want to figure out what forces are at play. She, she, legendary she, Taylor, in attack mode. Welcome, she. Uh, Taylor is a woman. We have confirmed that. All right, so the Seven of Wands is saying confidence and spirituality. Confidence and... <laughs> Look at the... I actually can't see your profile, um, so so I can't... All It's just a little circle, a little, little tiny circle. All I see is two little shadow people. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on my phone, so I can't... That's why. All I can see is your name. Um, so... Basically, the seven of... Don't tempt... <laughs> I have no confidence. I, I disagree. So, Taylor, I think that you're the kind of person... That, well, I shouldn't say I disagree. The card is telling me seven of wands. So what this is saying is that you're confident in the fact that... Uh, you might be the type that says, like, I'm very spiritual. I understand myself spiritually. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in tune with nature. I, I, I kind of trust my instincts, that kind of thing. Me and my daughter, that's what you see. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, just 
heads up there. It's like, this literally all I can see from you guys is a small pixelated circle. And so if you're ever wondering how I'm doing this, it's, it's because of what I'm saying. I literally just read archetypical stories, philosophy and psychology. And I, I literally, I'm telling you exactly how I do what I do. I'm, th there's no tricks. That, that's how it works. So anyway, the Seven of Wands is saying a confidence in, in being a spiritual person, thinking spiritually about yourself, being, um, I, I trust my instincts. I, I got gut feelings. You really trust those things. Now, right now where you're at, we need to transform that because there's been some disruption in that. It kind of feels like the ground fell out beneath you. Now let's see what forces are at play. Interesting, interesting. All right, so what is the force that's pulling you up? What is your axiom, the, the, the higher level motivations? If you're a Christian, this is what, what is Christ calling you to? Christ or truth, logos, philosophy, what is it pulling you towards that's positive? So it's attainment of a higher level of spiritual development. That's where you're being pulled towards right now. Pulled towards higher, deeper, more commitment to the spiritual development. Now, what is pulling you down? What is, what is, if you, if you're a Christian, what is the satanic pool at play? What is the, the trick that's trying to be utilized against you, Taylor? So this is the jack of spades. Um, you could call this, uh, no ghosts, the lies, the, the evil, the, 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 the animal within. I'm, I'm giving you the various paradigms you could filter through to figure out the one that makes you feel less cognitive dissonance. Um, hey, how's it going, Jess? Uh, so the jack of spades is saying, the pool is to take action on logic and the way that you're thinking. You're thinking rationally, but it's not truly rational. It's kind of trying to separate this emotion and the spiritual aspect of what's going on in your life right now from the equation and take a purely rational, logical approach. Um, that's trying to pull you away from truth. So this is kind of counterintuitive to what we were saying before. Before, we were saying really high emotion, really high um, emotional persuasion and the need to bring logic in in this case we're being pulled towards thinking rationally about the things but kind of removing the true deeper elements the emotional and the spiritual elements i'm i'm a part-time comedian i make fun of myself all the time positive humor i feel pulls me down sometimes that's making sense so this this scathing logic and truth you're kind of just cutting yourself down now what is the things that you should be moving more towards? What do we need to move towards more? The Four of Diamonds. So the Four of Diamonds is about stability of the material and the finance. This is telling me that right now, uh, a really good thing to focus on is your health. You really want to focus on eating well, sleeping well, um, not panicking, not lowering your stress levels, and getting your finances in order. You want to make sure that you're feeling safe financially, this is a good time to be developing. You're doing comedy, I'm a magician, I know what that's like. As you know, the common banter between magicians and comedians. Um, <laughs> magicians say, hey, you know, it's like, man, it's uh, you go up on stage and you tell jokes and, and I have to go and spend years developing the skill set for my magic and you, you're, you're just, you're telling the jokes and it's like, yeah, that's, that's really true, but I, I also have a career path. So. <laughs> common common back and forth there of course you know comedy crushes you guys have a really legit art form i highly respect it i think it's one of the um one of the art forms of telling the truth i really love comedians and my favorite thing though to troll them i have quite a few comedian friends is to set up premises and then do nothing else 
just premises. It, it irritates them to no end. Would you like to see? <laughs> so if you think about it, it's like, isn't it weird that, like, penguins, they're, like, wearing tuxedos, though, right? So they're, like, the magicians of nature. Get it? Get it, Taylor? They're, like, the magicians of nature. And if you do that to a comedian, it makes them so mad because you're, you're skipping three steps of the, the, the art. It's, it's, like the, it's like nails on a chalkboard where you're just like setting up a premise for a joke, but you don't actually follow it up with the acting out of the joke and then the punchline. It, it's, it's almost like um, if I was talking to you and all of a sudden I went and then started talking again. You're just like, what? what is, why is this happening? This is very uncomfortable. <laughs> fun way to screw with comedians i'm sorry you're you're bringing out my <laughs> i'm glad that you're laughing taylor <laughs> i'm sorry i'm bringing out my trolling nature comedians and magicians have a lot of fun banters together so uh the the bants as they call it i can finally catch you the other day i was drinking then i got bad hanger <laughs> oh no jess oh no um <laughs> that'll do it it is it's quite fun to to mess with comedians but i love them that they're they're awesome people i i think that there's so few comedians left in the world um and your your art in the same way with magicians it's just been cleared out it's like we're supposed to ground our arts in truth and so few people tell the truth anymore because they're like yeah I, I mean i could tell the truth and get banned from every single platform in existence or i could just say the political talking points to get my netflix special and you're just like just oh it's just terrible it's like good luck, Chuck. Love it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Uh, what what I found out, how easy. Because I, I saw a bat. I was trying to analyze the pattern. Comedians would tell me it's like, this is a good this is good comedy. This is bad comedy. And I was like trying to figure out the patterns. And then I identified the one that irritated them the most. And of course, rather than using that to improve my own act, I use it to troll comedians for fun. Thank you, Jess. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you claimed, Jess, the final free reading. Congratulations. Where were we? We were giving you a reading, weren't we? <laughs> All right, Taylor. So, Taylor, so this is saying focusing really on the physical, getting your, your the sleep, what you eat. And one thing that my intuition is really pulling me towards here is saying we need to, the, the media consumption. I'm getting, there's a lot of negative and highly emotionally charged content that you're kind of cycling through, you're kind of scrolling through. Keep in mind, this thing, this, the phone, the TV, this is a machine that's designed to control your brain. That's what it's designed to do. So be careful. Like, they're putting out content to disrupt the way that you think. And they're gearing towards negative emotions. They're doing that dichotomy, that sun-moon that we were talking about just a bit ago. Um, this machine is designed to make you feel powerful emotions or to make you feel weak, to make you feel like I am the evil violent warrior who will kill the bad guy. And then the other end is I am weak and helpless and cannot be defeated. Neither of those things are true, but that's what they're trying to make you feel. Keep that, that's part of what you consume. That's part of the material. And then the other part here is making sure you got a solid financial foundation. That's gonna be important. Now, what's something that you should be pulled away from? What's something in your environment that you should be avoiding right now? It's the Eight of Diamonds. So this is saying advancement in um, 
worrying about advancement in your art financially. So right now what this is telling me is you're kind of feeling like the squeeze on your art. This is scaring you right now where it's like, I can't practice. How do I get, how do I do an open mic? How do I, how do I get an audience? How do I get gigs? Uh, the eight of diamonds is saying like, will this ever be okay? And what this is telling me is over here, let's focus on getting a solid foundation. So you can like, kind of like what I'm doing right now. I'm a magician. I'm a wizard. I do a full-time job so that I can do this and not worry about the finances. And I can just focus on doing the best possible job, making the greatest piece of content and information that I can deliver to my audience at any given moment. And if I get the money, I get the money. If not, it's okay. My bills are covered. So this is what this setup here is telling me to focus in on. If you choose to take this information into consideration, the transformation you can expect is a completion of, an, of a spiritual chapter in your life. This, this paradigm that I just provided you with will actually allow you to close a chapter of feeling like it's me versus the world. It's almost victim mentality isn't right but it's more of a, I can choose to take action and I can separate myself from this need for finance from my career to justify it. I can just be a great comedian. And if I never make a dollar, I can still be just a great comedian. And that's better. Being a, the greatest comedian is so much better than being a well-paid fraud or well-paid hack, as it were. So this is, um, this is a very strong, solid point. Um, and I'm glad to see it. It's making me happy. <laughs> it's been rough, but supporting my daughter has always been what I've done. Awesome, Taylor. That's important. It's, it, it's crucial. Like, Di Vernon, um, this is a magician reference. Di Vernon was the greatest sleight of hand artist that may have ever lived. Like, the dude, most card tricks that you see, he invented. Um, where is it? Oh no, that's not his book. I have it somewhere else right now. But he, he invented basically every card slate that exists. Um, you could also say Erdnays, and th th there's a few others. But Di Vernon is considered to be a foundational legend of the magic world. Uh, he didn't make his money from doing magic. He did it by cutting out silhouettes for people. He used magic to draw in a crowd. So he'd bring in a crowd of people with the magic and then he would sell silhouettes for people. He just wanted to be the best at magic. It was never about the money for him. It, it was not, he, he wanted to do the craft well. I think that what you should focus on is, with comedy is doing the craft well. That's, that's crucial here. What's that? I just want to make people laugh. Love that. <laughs> that's good. Yes, well, and making laugh, what making people laugh is part of the process, but really what it's about is the ability to embed truth in what you're saying and then reveal it in a way that relieves stress. Um, that's really the crucial element there is you're, you're pointing out a reality of society and then saying the, the you're saying the truth, but you're relieving it. You're, you're kind of basically diffusing Satan's trick in a way. Satan wants to push you into this realm of here are the no-no things you can't say and here are the good, good things you can say. You can take the good, good things and invert them. You can take the no-no things and you can say them, but say them in a way that is socially adept, that's comedy, and reveals the truth and the hypocrisy of that. So that's um, two approaches that you could take to uh, accelerate the comedy. 
the Illumination God, right? No, Taylor, there's only one God. That's uh, Jesus Christ. He is Lord. Um, well, that's not true. There, there's other fake gods. There's these people who role-play as gods, lowercase g. Um, I'm not involved with any of them because they're pathetic. I, I have no interest in any other weaker gods because I have logos. I have truth. And let me tell you, you can worship a giant god and you will find out how big my god really is. He is the breath of life. He is the fabric of the universe itself. He is the essence of being. He is what breathes the life and what takes it away. And if anything has been learned during this beer sniffle epidemic, no matter how much we try to recreate the Tower of Babel, God can snap his fingers in a moment and shut it all down. And he can turn it back on, which I think will start happening in one to two weeks. There. Thus completes my rant. Uh, don't forget to leave a review, guys. He's spot on. I have been here a while, and every reading I again has been spot on. Oh, thank you very much, Jess. I appreciate that. Monday card trick, Jeremy. All right. Well, I'll try. I'll try. I have... Do I have it still? I don't. I put it away. I had a trick from yesterday that I did for TJ, but I will um, I'll try and figure out a trick. I'll try and figure one out. I could do a reading and a trick. It won't be as good, though, through the screen. I'm, I'm really running low on tricks that work through screens that are entertaining. Um, don't forget to leave a review. That's my reading for you. Thank you. All right. We're all caught up. Amen. Was it? Thank you, Jess. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, Jess. You are up. It is your turn to do a reading. Welcome, Jess. You have claimed the final free reading. What would you like a reading regarding? Legendary Jess. That's true, TJ. I do. I'm, I'm glad that you've caught it. I do do a magic trick at every one of these. Um, it's amazing, though, isn't it? That it's kind of one of those, like, hidden layers where I do it and people, it kind of goes over their head. That's the embedded, embedded in narrative kind of thing where symbolically it makes sense. So the brain just processes it. It's like, oh, the truth being revealed. I get it. And it just blends in with reality. It's kind of glorious. I didn't mean that. I just tried to talk about you... You were talking about... Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm not saying anything bad about what you said, Taylor. I was just saying... I, I went on a, a little rant. I just... I, I make a very strong stance because there's a group of people who come in here to tell me that I'm a demon all of the time and that I worship Satan. So I make a very strong point of letting them know that I don't worship anything other than Christ. And the only spirit I'm involved with is the Holy Spirit. Um, because they like to cut up things that I say and then be like, See, see... He's saying that he's the demon person. <laughs> Any reading I don't mind. Just need some guidance. All right, Jess. Sounds good. Well, you know where the best place to start when you need advice? You don't know where to go, Jess. It's very simple. Where you want to start is with either where you're being pulled, what's pulling you, which is what we just, uh, what we just did for someone else, or what can you take action on in your environment? That is very crucial information because regardless of what time you're at, where you're at, it's very useful to know what's in your environment that you could take action on, that you would take action on, and that would be valuable. Which of those two? Would you like to know what forces are at play or would you like to uh, get more pragmatic advice on what to take action on? Let me know in the comments below, Jess the Legend. But no, no problem at all to you, Taylor. Thank you very much for letting me give you a reading. And you seem like a really awesome person. But yes, the Illumination God is Satan, Lucifer. 
Lucifer, Lucifer, dawn of the morning, we're going to kick you out of earth. <laughs> I love that song. I really love that song. It's so empowering. Thank you very much, Taylor. I'm glad. I, I don't want you to think that I'm, I'm being mean towards you. No, I'm being mean towards my enemy. Oh, which reminds me of the person in the comment section earlier. A worm person came in and he's like, what is your problem with the Church of Satan? <laughs> so now, as you guys know my principle, uh, when you're met with insanity, you do not argue. You do not meet them with rationality. Instead, you escalate. To which I responded, you escalate insanity. So it's like, well, you see, the Church of Satan is my adversary. I am on the enemy against the Church of Satan. And I will defeat them because they're my enemy. And that's how you play the game. <laughs> First one. All right, Jess, let's figure out where you're at, what forces are at play, what is pulling you, where are you getting pulled up, where are you getting pulled down, and what you should be moving away from and what you should be moving towards. Let's find out. Ooh, Jess, in a state of spiritual growth. Very interesting indeed. You're in the state of spiritual growth. So you're seeing this development in uh, new ideas, new philosophy, maybe spiritual enlightenment of sorts. Obviously not the full enlightenment, um, but this is a... Got it. Thank you, Jess. Yes, we, we are doing the first one. So what this is telling me is um, that where you're at right now is a place of spiritual development and growth. Now, this is a time where you want to be careful because spiritual development and growth tends to attract forces uh, from above, but also from below. So we want to see what's at play here. Love Tahoe. I don't know what that means. Okay. Sorry, I just got a message from the owls. Sometimes they send me important information like, hey, you just showed up on Facebook's, like, super evil list or uh, hey there's a person here who's trying to steal your information and hack your computer that kind of thing uh but it doesn't look like arrowhead what's the message here i'll read it later okay so higher level motivation lower motivation uh what you should you be moving towards and what should you be moving away from wow jess you have a very interesting alignment here wow okay huh this is, this is new. This is a very creative layout. Okay, so the higher level motivation, what, what is the, what is, if you're a Christian, what is Logos, what is Christ, what is the Lord trying to pull you towards? Um, it's trying to pull you towards new developments in physical, trying to pull you towards the real world, the tangible world. This is uh, maybe, you know, learning a new way of cooking, gardening, a business, finance, health. This is where you're being pulled towards, starting something new in the real, physical, tangible world. Um, that's what Logos is drawing you towards. However, from below, the, the, the no-ghost, the Satan, the, the, the darkness, is the animal side is trying to pull you down towards um, focusing on, no, no, what you need to do is become more enlightened. You need to think deeper thoughts. You need to be more spiritual. We don't need this material world. It's like, um, actually, this is, this is a kingdom. This is a realm. I live in the real world right now. The real world is important. This is trying to pull you away from that, saying, don't worry about all that world stuff, man. Don't worry about the real world. Don't worry about creating growth. Don't make beautiful things. Don't make good things. Don't worry about the truth. What's truth? Let's think about deeper thoughts. Let's be more philosophical. 
It's very seductive, very tricky. Um, so it's trying to pull you from these things where you look at it and you're like, I want to cook, right? I want to develop my cooking skills. That's And then this, what this force does is it's like, cooking, really? You should be thinking about much deeper, more important things right now. Why are you so concerned with cooking? That's so mundane, and it's not. This is saying the truth and deep growth is found in these small little moments, these small new things that I'm trying to grow and achieve. And you need to be aware that there's a force at play trying to pull you off the path. Now, very interestingly, what you're being pulled towards, what you should pursue more is the tower. So what the tower is saying is to be drawn towards the destruction of these negative habits, the, this negative pool, this, this kind of desire to just say, you know what you really need to do is sit down and watch a bunch of YouTube videos about a bunch of politics, about a bunch of philosophy, about a bunch of new age spiritual stuff that feels really good and it feels like I'm learning, feels like I'm getting information. But really, at the end of the day, what does it help you make a better omelet? You know, it's like, so like what, what Logos is trying to pull you towards is to, to act in the real world, to do real world things. And what this is trying to do is kind of lose you in a rabbit hole of extrapolations of things that you can't really control. I want to be a chef or a bartender. Exactly. So this is saying, don't, don't become distracted. Ground yourself in the real. Ground yourself in the pragmatic, the real world right now. And break those habits of things like, when you scroll through Facebook, what's the end result? What do you get after you scroll through Facebook for a while? Nothing. When you've watched four hours of YouTube or Netflix, what do you get at the end of that? Is there something there? When you finish learning from a cooking video on YouTube to make a better recipe, what's the end result? You're a better chef. There's a real world value. So really cut out those things that leave you with nothing at the end and try swapping them in with things that leave you with a tangible skill at the end. It's not too hard, especially with YouTube. You can use YouTube's brain control powers to your advantage. There's people out there who are dedicated to making the most highly entertaining and valuable information they can to educate you about virtually any topic. You can take advantage of that or you can watch another update about coronavirus and another update about coronavirus and another one about the economy and another one about how stupid Trump is and another one about how stupid Pelosi is. And it, you can go through that rabbit hole too, or you could make a really good souffle. <laughs> it's like, why, why go for either one? I can't do it because of the virus. Am I just really, and yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm glad to hear. Um, yeah, but this is a time to really cultivate the skills. Learn them. If nothing else, think about the what is the worst case scenario. You don't get a job as a chef. You don't get a job as a bartender. And you've learned an incredibly valuable skill that massively improved your life for the rest of your life. Because everything you eat, you can now save money because you know how to cook your own food at a higher quality than restaurants can provide. And you're going to make a family very happy. The ability to create quality, delicious food. That's the worst case scenario, is you save money and help others. The best case is you get a career. That's called protecting your downside. You're crushing, Jess. That's right, and oath. Yes. Now, what is the transformation you can expect if you choose to take action on this information? The 10 of hearts. So the completion of an emotional chapter right now. Right now, you're feeling a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. You're like, is this career even going to happen? Is this even possible? Is this worth pursuing with the virus? I don't know what's going on. This is all craziness and suggests there's a lot of chaos right now. 
What I'm saying is cut out that chaos, cut out the pain, focus on the real, the tangible, becoming better. Swap out a few videos of content for cooking content. Go watch Gordon Ramsay. The dude's a legend at entertainment and he's really good at cooking. You can learn while being entertained. And you know, during that entire time, you're never gonna see uh, beer sniffles is gonna kill you all. Your career is doomed. You are terrible. It's like, why, why? Why you, you don't need that. <laughs> you don't need to hear that. You know the, You know what to do. You know it's flu season. You know to avoid public spaces. You know to stock up on food for a month. You know to have a month to three months of water. You know what you need to do. So now that you got the rules, let's just separate, separate ourselves from that nonsense. It's trying to steal your attention. And let's drive that towards becoming better. And it could be as simple as that. Is It doesn't have to be like, well, now I have to take the agricultural lecture course from Harvard which, don't get me wrong, that's actually pretty entertaining. I was watching it all weekend. <laughs> but if that's not your thing, and it's like, no, what I really want is some cool memes about Gordon Ramsay getting pissed off at people because of their souffles. I apologize for swearing. Um, then do it. You're, at least you're gaining knowledge. You're getting wisdom. You're getting highly valuable content for your niche. He is, he is very funny. You saw what, Taylor? Wait, wait, you saw this? Oh, no, no, you, like, me and Alex went deep on a rabbit hole last night. Um, like, we found, like, cooking footage from, like, a lost Indian tribe just living out in the woods and literally watching them harvest taro trees. And from start, it's like a 25-minute video of just a guy, just no, no, no English, no subtitles, just recording them going from start to finish making a meal. And it was like, what am I watching? It had like a thousand views. <laughs> it was amazing. So much knowledge. Harvard said, oh, yeah, 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 Harvard. Yeah, Harvard Harvard has their lectures out for free. Uh, Yale has their lectures out for free. Personally, um, colleges are nice starting points, but they don't really have much more information than most people. They're not, they're not the most valuable sources in my opinion, they're very bad at um, being entertaining. There are rare exceptions, but I like to go to the source of people who had to actually work for their living and like make a YouTube channel. And it's like, no, they had to be entertaining and win on the free market. Those are the people I love to check out. I'm watching Gordon now and it's about fixing the foods. Exactly. Gordon Ramsay taught, I did, um, <laughs> speaking of what I was talking about earlier, the Oxford the Autonomous Learning World Caucus, part of the thing that I used to demonstrate my learning model I had developed was cooking. Uh, cooking is a physical skill, but it's also a mental skill. So it was a cross-relevant skill. So I wanted to have three categories, a purely physical, a purely mental, and a purely, or in a blend of mixture of physical and mental skills. Um, and so I did an accelerated learning course. And Gordon Ramsay was one of the people I studied as the mentor, uh, if you will. And he taught me a bunch of really good principles, like the rule of four, um, keeping things very simple, simple ingredients, three flavors max, uh, higher quality, less flavors in a dish, and to just really accentuate the, the small amount of flavors and then really amp up the quality and reduce the amount that's on the menu. So smaller menu, higher quality ingredients, and uh, limiting the amount of ingredients that are in a dish. So like um, you would have the chicken flavoring a fat, that flavor of fat, 
coated on a protein and then usually accompanied by a side dish that follows similar principles but swapping out the meat element for a veggie element kind of thing. Um, I'm just going off the what I remember off the top of my head. But um, yeah, those are some of the things that I learned from watching him. Simplicity, reduction, those were really crucial. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm seeing here. That's the reading I have for you, Jess. The final thing here is the Ten of Hearts again, just to recap here, is it's saying that if you choose to take this information and act on it, you can kind of close that anxiety because we've relieved the issue of will I ever have my job again? You don't need to worry about that right now. I mean, you should be applying for jobs, working on jobs, get your financial stability secured. But the worst case scenario from watching Gordon Ramsay videos and cooking videos and learning from real French chefs on the internet and real Italian chefs on the internet, real people who are doing it in day in, day out, those kinds of guys, is you become a better cook, which saves you money, makes your quality of life improved and improves the quality of life for everyone else that you choose to cook for. That's the worst case scenario. Doesn't sound too bad to me. I would highly check or <laughs> recommend checking it out. <laughs> and that is my reading I have for you, Jess. Sorry, getting off topic. No, no problem at all. Uh, Saxon tribe is my heritage. Uh, the oh, the tribe and my heritage Indian. Back to that topic. Sorry, getting off topic. Um. I can't remember. My grandmother, I think she said we were Native American, but I'm not sure. I don't know what... I, I know that we are the Sass. The Sass comes from the Saxtons. The Saxons are like the Americans of the Americans. We're the Americans that Americans point at and say, that guy's a little too American. Um, <laughs> like, we were the ones that um, sat around, looked at Rome, and was like, yo, guys, uh, we figured out the patterns. Rome's going to burn down. We're going to go chill on homesteads out in the countryside. And then Rome burned down 20 years later, and then we rebuilt it. And then we went and took over England and kicked out their native population and then made what is England today. And then after we did that, we got bored of building England, and then we went over to America, and we did it again. And God, if the pattern of life is prevalent, 2030 is going to be a very interesting time for the Saxons yet again. <laughs> Um, this has been a fun episode filled with Parliament of Owls secret references that you guys are going to all enjoy uh, on the replays. No problem, Jess. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Before we close out the stream, we've given away all of the free readings. Um, if you would like to get a reading, we have paid readings available at paypal.me forward slash askawizard. It's the pinned comment at the top. Or you can simply uh, pay whatever you think a reading is worth or whatever you thought the stream was worth to support what you love. I am going to do an Aesop's Fable right now. If you would like to get a paid reading, let me know by going to paypal.me forward slash askawizard. And then we will close out the stream if we don't have any more readings left. Let's go. The Quack Frog. Once upon a time, a frog came forth from his home in the marshes and proclaimed to all the world that he was a learned physician, skilled in drugs, and able to cure all diseases. Among the crowd was a fox who called out, You, a doctor, why, how can you set up to heal others when you cannot even cure your own lame legs and blotched and wrinkled skin? Physicians, heal thyself. And that is why I am not a personal trainer. 
<laughs> I I always found that funny. Um, I had a lot of people show up on my timelines. A few, uh, two types. People who gave business advice about how to start a business who had never started and run, had never started or ran a business. I always found that very interesting. Um, but also the, the fat personal trainer was a particularly uh, compelling one to me where it's like, so the best case scenario is I end up like you? Um, <laughs> but the business one is a little bit more abstracted because I get it. They think like, well, I got a business degree though, man. And a college teaches you stuff, right? And it's like, no, actually it doesn't. In fact, in business, it teaches you nearly the opposite of the information you need to start a business. And it's like, okay, go start a business and be successful first. Go generate some revenue. Go do accounts receivable. Go pay your taxes. Go market. Go advertise. Go fulfill. Deal with the operations. Deal with the accounting. Deal with customer service management. Deal with your CRM. Deal with the email follow-up sequence. Deal with the payment processor. And then give me some advice on your business, okay? And then by the end of that, you're going to realize, I, I don't want to teach that, though. That's like a lot of information. and There's no way I'm going to teach that. That would be a job in itself. Oh, really, would it? Weird. Then why are you selling that? That's what that particular parable <laughs> reveals to me right there. That sneaky fox. Oh, <laughs> he was a frog. He was a frog. Um, <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for ha joining me for the stream. What another great stream. Uh, glad to see you guys all here. Have a great week. I will be back here tomorrow at 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time, Monday through Friday. And you can get more free readings then. Thank you very much. Frog, yes, he is a frog. Um, thank you very much and have a great evening. See you all later. Peace. Do I need to plug anything? Oh, Austin has new videos. Um, at uh, Ask a Wizard Magic Clips on YouTube. Uh, the legendary Austin has been taking these streams cutting them up into fun, positive videos that are nice and uh, sharing them with you all. So go to Ask a Wizard Magic Clips. If you search that into YouTube, his will pop up. You will see the legendary owl, of course, and um, you'll see the, the owl symbol of the Parliament of Owls. And you can check out those clips. He's been crushing and just churning them out and getting better and better every single one. It's pretty awesome to see. So check his stuff out. Thank you very much for tuning in. And I'll see you all uh, tomorrow at 9 